0: Welcome to Everything Is Up, a podcast about the real-life stories of people who have created extraordinary levels of success. These are conversations with people who are constantly striving to take things to the next level. And now, here's your host. Hi, welcome to Everything Is Up. I'm your host, Tamara Holerick, and today our guest is Shanti Ram with Amazek Solutions. So welcome, Shanti. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Um, Give us a little bit, um, who is Shanti? Just if you had to like describe yourself in 30 seconds to somebody, who is Shanti?
1: Um, Shanti comes from a middle-class Indian family background. Uh, Currently, she's an entrepreneur. Technologist. Uh, uh, I like to connect people, so I'm a purposeful connector. And um, on the flip side, I am someone who likes to have fun doing whatever I do.
0: And I know this for a fact because you and I have actually had a chance to work together um, with one of my companies, and you actually are a client of mine as well. So that's, you know, we. We do kind of know, not that we've really ever had to intentionally go have fun, but you know, we had lunch last week or the week before, right? And had just a fabulous time. But I know for a fact, you are incredibly passionate about technology. um, And I know that you are also very determined Um, almost fearless when it comes to being a female in this tech giant space that is out there. How did you get where you are in this giant, I I mean, we're talking the tech space is massive and you're a pretty big key player from a female um, standpoint in that industry. So how did
1: you get there? a few things, I my education has been in STEM. So that was the groundwork uh, uh, for, and my passion also has always been math and science. I don't think a lot of uh, girl kids these days uh, resonate with that, but math and science can be fun. Uh, and it's a lot of fun if you explore it the right way. Uh, having said that, I think what, uh, any field, take it, Tamara. I think it's the same with you. If you are prepared well, and if you know what you are talking about, then the confidence comes by itself, and you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Uh, your what you bring to table speaks for itself. So I think that's about it. Uh, technology, like they say, they it keeps changing overnight, and. Um, and as a technologist, my goal is to keep abreast with what's going on. What are the different tools that are available? What is the, what is the latest that is out there? And how can my clients benefit out of it? So those are the uh, three things that I need to th- think about and uh, read about it, learn about it, and so that I can share that wisdom with others and also educate them on what they need to look out for. Yeah. I don't focus on who is around me. Uh, we are so busy just doing our work that, uh, you know, I don't really pay attention to anyone else to either uh, get bogged on by competition or I don't think I'm a competition to anyone else either. We, are, we all have our space. So just keep yourself valuable uh, at any given point of time. That's what I would say. And when you bring that value to table, people reciprocate.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah. And I mean, I would say that the referrals, right? So those referrals just come when you know what you're talking about. I recently saw on LinkedIn that you are actually going to be speaking at an upcoming event. Um, Tell us a little bit about that event.
1: uh, I'm speaking at the... uh... Startup Grind of Frisco, Uh, it's a a space for up and coming entrepreneurs. Most of us, uh, I'm sure you have gone through it Tamara, Uh, most of us when we are growing our company, Uh, it's uh, hindsight I can say that I know all of them but when I was going through a lot of challenges I did not know what I had gotten myself into and we just figure things out we feel we are the only one that's going through this problem and that there is something wrong with me but if you think about the journey of an entrepreneur uh, almost everyone goes through that phase Mm -hmm. uh, phase of uh, you know uh, getting excited at small things, face uh, of um, uh, I don't know if this is the right decision, right direction to go as a company, uh, uh, how it's going to not just impact your career, but everyone else that is depending on you. So uh, I think this startup brand is primarily a place where they bring all entrepreneurs, women and men so that and uh, uh, bring in speakers who have done it. So it's like a phase, right? Uh, I keep telling entrepreneurship is like a phase. There is a two-year phase. There is a startup phase when you start, and then there is a two-year, and then there is this um, uh, adolescent, and then there is this uh, teenage phase, uh, and the companies go exactly like how your kids go. So how do you manage it? And the challenges are uh, sort of similar but a different scale. Uh, sometimes the challenges are different, too. Um, so um, just for others to know that, yeah, I have gone through that phase and just stay, uh, stay put, believe in the process, and, you know, focus your energies, uh, that kind of a, uh, group. So they asked me, requested me if I can come and share my journey. As of course, you know, if I can avoid even one person from repeating the same mistake that I did, 100%. I believe that that uh, talk will is worth it. Uh, so yeah, I was more than happy to be part of it.
0: That's really exciting. So you're kind of thinking along the same lines I am. So this whole podcast is so that I can get those of us that have done it and made those mistakes, some of them costly, some of them really costly, right? Um, just to help these, you know, new entrepreneurs or you know what? Sometimes you and I have bounced things off of each other and we've literally been in business for 20 years. So I think sometimes you're right. We do feel like we're out here on an island by ourselves and we forget sometimes that you can reach up for help Um, And most everyone that I have ever been in contact with that's been an entrepreneur um, that has done it before will literally say, don't do what I did. Like you'll hear me say all the time, one company, fabulous, run that company the best you can. If you're going to have two, get ready, right? It's going to be hard. Yeah. And three, you're just stupid, right? Because Tamara yeah. Hollerich is just stupid for trying to run three. Um, so I don't know how you do what you do. It's <laughs> crazy, right? And then we decided we'll add a podcast and we're just super excited about the podcast. So, like, I just don't sleep until 4 a.m. most days. But no, so yeah, that that is really, um, Most people think of it as competition, right? Especially if you're in the same industry and there's so much collaboration. So it's the wrong C word, right? That's what I tell people all the time. I'm like, this is the wrong C word. Competition, iron sharpens iron. That should just make you better. But the collaboration is where you really start to hone your skills Um, and having conversations with people that, you know, have done it, made mistakes, or had really great success with something. And they say, have you considered this? So I was really excited when I saw that you were speaking in that uh, r- arena, because I thought, boy, that just lines right up with th- everything you and I always talk about anyway. Yep. So, yep. yeah, very exciting. So you know, that kind of gives us a little bit. I know you have children, Um right? You've got a teenager. So, and you have a teenage girl. So that's like trying to herd kittens on a good day. (laughs) I'm, I'm so glad mine is now graduated and and kind of off in that her own direction, but, um, for sure. Um, and I know you have a son, right? Your son is younger, um, a mom in the tech space, pretty, um, you know, you're, you're pretty well sought after um, in that tech space for what you guys do. Um, and you're trying to balance it. Um, how do you balance the being a mom along with, you know, running this uh, amazing company? Yeah, amazing,
1: amazing. That's right. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it is a challenge, uh, Tamara. It was a challenge at some point of time um, when the kids were much younger. Uh, It has has changed now. Uh, I include my kids in some parts of my discussion, not with the business, but sharing this happened or that happened, these are the challenges that I face. And they are the best, they are the best advocates And they are also the best people to give you feedback and a totally new perspective. So that has helped. uh, And the perspective that comes from them, I think uh, we don't give them credit for their intelligence, but there is a lot of wisdom in a 13-year-old or 16-year-old and something that we wouldn't have thought about. But having said that, there was a phase when it was a challenge. Uh, I I remember when my kids were... um, like 5 and 2, and, you know, most of the networking events or uh, meetings happen in the evening. Mm -hmm. And I work from 9 to 5, and the networking is after that. And I'm driving to some networking event downtown Dallas, and I was thinking, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, is this even worth it? And this was when the company was much younger as well. So I was like, is it really worth it? I'm leaving my kids. The the evenings are meant for them. Uh, Not sure I'm doing the right thing. But like I said, just trust the process. Uh, And it, it takes some time to trust the process. You have to, when you don't believe in yourself or what you're doing, just trust the process and keep doing what you do. The only thing you have control over is your action. So keep doing that. And uh, it will uh, it will happen, but yeah, it was a challenge at one point of time. I have seen, uh, I have not been uh, part of a lot of uh, uh, bring your mom to school for this activity, that activity. I was not able to spend so much time with them, but instead, I used to volunteer at my kid's school uh, for different things like they had to make pap- copies for uh, that they. Um, handout out in their classrooms, so there was a time then that we had to copy and laminate. So I was like, I I would like to come and do that, where I'm feeling I'm giving back something to the society, your school, and contributing in some way. But they have fun when they walk across the, uh, you know, the workroom saying, "Oh, my mom is here." So yeah, it's yeah. like check, 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 and uh, everyone is happy. So yeah, uh, you have to compromise. There is no other go. There are uh, some days you feel like you are the most terrible mom because you are not there for them. Uh, but, you know, the kids are understanding. They they know. Uh, and you, I always give them a choice. You have four events in your school. Give me one event that you exactly want me to be there. Like that's non-negotiable. It can be your Valentine's Day or, you know, uh, Christmas party or whatever it is. Give me one. I'll make sure that I come for that. For the others, if I come, that's bonus. Good for you, good for me. But if it doesn't happen, please don't be disappointed. And they understood that.
0: Yeah, you know, you bring a good point. Kids of entrepreneurs, right? They're living that lifestyle with you. And I think a lot of times we don't give them the credit. They're listening. I mean, any parent will tell you, they're always listening. Right. They are always listening to conversations. They may or may not a hundred percent understand what's going on, but there have been a couple of times where Madison even had jumped in and said, Well, what about this? And it was, as you said, this fresh perspective that my brain never would have gone there. Right. That they kind of bring to the table because they're immersed in it and they're very resilient. You know, you're right there, you know, you, you do, you pick and choose, but you have those conversations on what's non-negotiable. Like, where do I need to be? And then you're right. If I don't make it to the next one, please don't be disappointed. But tell me which one, you know, for Madison, it was banned right? So in marching season, and I don't know that I missed many of those, even if I was running across the parking lot to to get into the stadium to go, hi, I'm here. You know, I mean, it was crazy, but yeah, I mean, you, you, it's a balancing act too. I found for me, um, balancing, somebody said to me one time, and I just kind of started laughing. They're like, well, where's your work-life balance? I said, it's a hundred percent. Zero, and then tomorrow it's going to be a hundred percent and zero. Like there's this balance, this um, work-life balance thing. I am firmly convinced that it doesn't exist. Right? You're a hundred percent, like you're you're running ninety to nothing in one direction, and the other is just like I'll get back there, right? But your cause—it's a back and forth, and I don't know that many people really understand or they want this um i call it unicorn in the sky work life balance thing that doesn't really exist and so um i just learned to go with it and yeah. i know i'll get back there and i'll get to sleep at one night one night this week i might get there before midnight but you know if if i don't make it before then it's like okay too so yeah. but yeah so that that kind of gives us a, a lot i mean you're you're busy you're a mom like and and you're just you're like you've said, you are a connector and you do it intentionally. So you're intentionally out there connecting individuals that you know, need to be connected. Um, and then that takes time too, right? Because you're building relationships with people and clients and then you're, you're seeing these things happen. I've noticed it myself too. The more you are connected with individuals, the more you see who needs to be connected. And, and that's a whole, I mean, that, that in itself is a whole another could be a whole full-time thing, just like kind of keeping track of those. Um, so I know you're from India, right? So you grew up in India, middle-class family. Um, what is your all-time favorite childhood memory? (laughs)
1: <laughs> quite a few of them um i was uh the middle of the three kids oh middle uh, child yeah so i'm always seeking attention of my parents and trying to see how i can my my brother and my sister uh, used to bond a lot more um, he had a very uh what do you call um uh, protective feeling of my, you know, so I was like the one who used to bring trouble home, cause trouble. So I remember fighting with both my brother and sister on one side and me on the other. <laughs> and it was a constant in our household. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that's still a fond memory for me. Uh, the bonding that we had at that age, it, it, those are fond memories that I carry. Uh, but um some of the memories are also around um, uh i was also quite mischievous in school so i remember multiple teachers of mine coming to my dad and talking about that and um Dad knew me quite well, I think, of all of them. He'll listen to them, but he would never say, Shanti, don't do this again. Because <laughs> I, I think somewhere he knew that that's not going to change the way I am. So he let me be who I am, who I was, uh, which is what I am right now. And I carry that with myself. And I uh, also try to pass some of that to my kids. Be who you are. I don't want to... You need to know your boundaries. You will figure it out. Uh, but these are value systems that go with it. These are non-negotiable. But within that, you know, do what you need to. Uh, I also believe what I did when I was 13, I don't do it at 15 because there is an age for certain things. And uh, I wouldn't say all of them do that, but majority <laughs> of us outgrow it and, you know, we behave according to our age. So, but if we stop them at that age, then it shows up somewhere else and, you know. Uh, right. That's not the right thing. But yeah, those are the memories where, uh, you know, both um, bonding with my uh, siblings, uh, my, my dad and my mom and what. They valued and ensured we uh, followed that, uh, but giving us a framework within which we can explore our own individuality. Those are the things that uh, stick out to me even today. Yeah,
0: yeah, it helps mold you. You know, we, you know, so many of us. Um, I, I was the one that was my mother's biggest nightmare. Um, and I'm the oldest of four. So, and and my poor, my, my mom, I think that had my sister not been like really quickly behind me at two years behind me, she may have stopped with me because I literally, (laughs) I mean, and then, then there's another one that's kind of sweet. And then my brother, my youngest brother, there's 10 years between us and he, um, he Literally, there have been many times my mom said, if he had been first, she would not have had any more. Like, so him <laughs> and I just, you know, the oldest and the youngest, like, just kind of, you know, as you said, right, that they just kind of, there's something about the oldest and the youngest. So, but the, our parents, they do mold us and yeah. they do give us that solid foundation. And I think anymore, you know, with there being so many absent fathers, right i think it becomes really challenging for some of these younger you know things change i mean when you and i were younger i mean my mom was around a lot um and so for me to kind of step into this more professional role my parents were just kind of like like who are you like but again like you said they just said be you right? Go do what makes you happy. There was one time my mom said, why don't you go get a real job? Um, and I'm like, I do have a real job. <laughs> you know, I'm good now. Right. And I help employ other people. So, um, but you know, the, those, those foundations, I think really are critical. The, the moral foundations, um, the value systems, like you were talking about, they're critical. Um, but and then again, you know, as kids, even if we don't pick them up right away, like you said, we do grow up, most of us, right? Grow up eventually um, and kind of start figuring it out. And I think that, you know, the younger kids and the millennials, they get such a bad rap, but you know, they're going to grow up. You know, they're going to figure it out. Every generation has. And so, you know, here we sit kind of going, Hey, and, and yet I know they're going to make it right. They're, they're going to be the leaders one day and they're going to make it just fine. So, well, I really appreciate it. That 30 minutes went by super fast. Um, it just like flew by. So I just want to say, thank you so much for spending some time with us and sharing a little bit about who Shanti is. Um, please make sure you guys like subscribe and share the podcast with your friends um we want to get shanti out there so appreciate everybody thanks shanti
1: thank you Tamara. you bet bye thanks so much for
0: tuning into this episode of everything is up be sure to appreciate it if you haven't done so already make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts this way you'll get updates as new episodes
1: become available and remember everything is up